Stay tuned for Gray Matters. Uh, you're listening to 88.3 WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We'll leave you with a good night and a go blue. Navarre gives to Perry. Perry through the middle. Touchdown, Michigan! And the Wolverines have won it in overtime. Michigan wins by a score of 27-24. And the team storms the field to mob Chris Perry. WCBN Sports. 88.3 FM Ann Arbor. WCBN.org. On to attempt it for the Wolverines. Holds her breath Ann Arbor as Navarre gets set. Places down. Kick is up. It's long enough. It's good! It's good! Michigan wins the game! Michigan shocks Washington and the Wolverines are victorious! Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gray Matters, your weekly press, media, and current events compendium. My name is Jim Dwyer. I'll be hosting a solo tonight as Dick Whaley attends to uh, important family business. And, of course, there's uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on this last week, so we'll have plenty to talk about. Although I will probably spend a portion of the program as well reading a passage from uh, Peter Oborn and David Morrison, uh, who've written a piece for the latest Harper's Magazine about... Missed opportunities for the United States-Iranian uh, relationship uh, throughout the years. And, of course, uh, that's in the news, too. But uh, last week, of course, the uh, big story was the shooting in the Navy Yard. And it, uh, another tragic episode. How many times do we have to hear that phrase? <clears throat> uh where some deranged individual manages to uh, work their way into a crowded area and shoot a bunch of people. And there will, of course, be much wringing of hands and much uh, lamentation. But alas, precious little else. Um, And it's particularly startling when in this uh, instance, There were numerous indications that this guy was unbalanced, unhinged, unwell, whatever you want to call it. And yet uh, the red flags were not apparently red enough, perhaps. Uh, John Stewart on The Daily Show made the observation that, uh, well, you know, perhaps this country's bizarre relationship with firearms uh, can be... uh, Illustrated by the fact that we even have uh, an expression, a minor shooting incident. Yes, this guy had had previous gun-related mishaps, threatening construction workers with firearms, uh, threatening neighbors with a gun. And yet this isn't enough to uh, render a guy questionable when applying to get additional guns. And... uh, the Republicans want to consistently deflect the debate away from gun control. <clears throat> Although, as we've been arguing down here on Gray Matters for quite some time, perhaps the real answer uh, to the problem is in bullet control. Since the language of the Constitution uh, 
mentions only firearms, not the ammunition. And, of course, uh, ammunition can be heavily taxed, uh, controlled in other ways. Uh, this would force uh, hardcore enthusiasts or deeply deranged lunatics, uh, whichever side of the spectrum you wish to defer to, uh, to make their own. I had a good friend uh, as a teenager who was a gun enthusiast, a safe and responsible sportsman, a hunter, uh, who, you know, went out hunting with his dad and had learned how to use guns safely. I fired guns with him. I went to the shooting range a couple of times with my buddy uh, to have the experience, even though I never wanted to own one and still do not wish to own a gun. Um, but this guy made his own bullets, and it was kind of a fun project and hobby for him. Uh, so uh, why don't we approach it from uh, that possible avenue? Just make it hard for people to get bullets. Well, the Republicans wish to deflect con uh, the conversation away from gun control to mental health. It's a mental health issue, but you don't need to look very far to find the statistics and the uh, actual facts, uh, which they run fleeing from, that they have consistently cut federal spending on uh, mental health and uh, well-being uh, community shelters uh, here in the state of Michigan under Governor Engler. We saw the mentally infirm and the psychologically unstable just simply put out into the streets. Uh, that was the way that we saved the taxpayers some money back during the Engler years, because that's what Republicans are always about. So they say is saving the taxpayer money. But at the end of the day, we know it's not really taxpayers they're concerned about. It's corporations who, of course, pay very little in taxes relative to their net worth. If corporations are individuals, um, which the Supreme Court has unwisely uh, decided that they are and enjoying uh, the rights and liberties of individual citizens, uh, what are their obligations as citizens? This is a question that's gone uncontemplated and left hanging in the air. Good to see the uh, marches of shame uh, continue. Uh, the uh, rally at the General Motors building uh, right there in Detroit. Very interesting uh, to see. And in fact, the point there is is a good one. Uh, Detroit's in default. Pensioners and uh, assets that the city uh, has owned and enjoys. A lot of tourist attraction there at the DIA. Uh, and yet uh, a major multinational corporation, ostensibly headquartered in Detroit, <clears throat> is looking for abatements on uh, millions and millions of dollars in taxes owed. So it hardly seems uh, fair. Indeed, a march of shame might be something that we'll be seeing more of. So... As much as I'd like to say, well, this finally will be the, the straw that breaks the camel's back with regards to uh, having a sane conversation about gun control, gun safety. Uh, you know it's not going to happen. Uh, and in fact, one other aspect of this uh, latest incident, although I'm sure there's been a few uh, shooting-related incidents with smaller body counts in the meantime in this country alone, uh, a lot of the gun enthusiasts, including the NRA, the National Rifle Association, which 
by the way, is missing one letter in an, a more accurate name. Uh, they should be called the National Rifle Manufacturers Association, since most of the monies that uh, fund and maintain that organization, one of the most powerful lobbies in America, is not Joe Sixpack, uh, the deer hunter and gun enthusiast. It's companies that make, promote, sell the weapons. So it's basically a merchant's lobby, and we're going to put the safety of children and uh, just theater goers, uh, even Navy personnel, uh, out the window to protect the rights of gun manufacturers to sell and market weapons of mass destruction willy-nilly to people who are receiving messages from toasters. As apparently this guy was, he heard voices, he was getting messages from appliances. Um, okay, well, our priorities are straight. But the, the uh, argument that's uh, always put out there is that, well, everybody should have a gun. If everyone had a gun, if teachers, for example, had guns, there wouldn't be school shootings because teachers could be, you know, John Law and uh, pull out the gun, sit down there, Billy, put your gun away. Uh, no shootings in my classroom unless I'm doing them. Um, yeah, if uh, more people had guns, there would be fewer of these violent outbursts by lunatics who have guns. Uh, but this argument is in itself specious. Of course, the shootings at Fort Hood, that's a pretty heavily armed place. Uh, that guy it took a while for him to be subdued. And uh, here in this particular case, again, it's a military compound. There should be lots of guns ready, available, trained professional shooters. And yet, shot after shot, round after round, goes off before the incident is brought to its bloody halt. Uh, so civilians and contractors... Uh, walking into a death trap. Uh, but there's nothing anybody can do about it because of the language of the Second Amendment. Okay. Well, uh, there was a shooting incident on another continent that's now getting some attention. Uh, it's the big story of the last couple of days. Uh, the events at the mall in uh, Kenya... And, of course, now there's a lot of hue and cry about, oh, the uh, Islamic group from Somalia. And there's a question on uh, NPR last night. Is Somalia the new Afghanistan? Well, quite frankly, I don't think we need a new Afghanistan. The old one has proven to be trouble enough. Uh, although it's important to remember that uh, Somalia is a new kid on the block as far as uh, attention spots. Uh, we've been pouring money into Afghanistan for decades now, going back to the 70s. Uh, so we have paid money uh, as U.S. taxpayers. That is, our money has been used to destabilize and then later restabilize the government in Afghanistan. Uh, you tell me whether or not we've gotten our money's worth on that deal. I think the answer is pretty clear that uh, we have just been pouring money down a hole, setting it on fire, and quite frankly, uh, pissing it out. Uh, 
Uh, so what's going to happen uh, to this uh, new group who are claiming uh, responsibility for the shootout in the mall in uh, Nairobi? Well, uh, John McCain is probably going to start saying, we need to go to war in Somalia. Uh, because as far as John McCain is concerned, there aren't enough wars uh, for America to be involved in. Uh, we should start new ones. And um, this particular setting is, of course, darkly foreboding in my mind, uh, because as much as I hate to say this, you know, we all know, that there's going to be another major shooting at a public place between now and Christmas. Okay. We just know it's going to happen, but why can't we do anything about it? Well, let's get more security guards. Well, that costs money. Nobody has any money. We're in uh, austerity mode here. So what do the Republicans have in mind for safety, for security? Um, well, they have more guns in mind. And so perhaps if children had guns, uh, they will be safe. Perhaps if everybody's shopping, and make sure you take your gun if you're going to the mall. You never know. There might be a shooting and you'll have to be the hero. Um, that's an awful lot of pressure. Uh, most of us are just trying to live our lives, go to work, go home, be with our families. Enjoy a beautiful sunny day like we've had here the last couple of days uh, in Ann Arbor. But alas... Uh, we've got to wait for the other shoe to drop on this endless centipede of senseless shootings. And, you know, I have uh, many friends who are hunters and even sportsmen are inclined to agree that there's a big difference between the kind of guns they use to go duck hunting, rabbit hunting, deer hunting, and the kind of weapons that are used, uh, assembled, gathered uh, by individuals who wish to do mass mayhem. Um, you know, more people are killed in these uh, shootings than were killed in 9-11, and we started a whole war over that. As it happened, we attacked the wrong country, but that was because uh, Bush and his neocon brain trust had an agenda that uh, preceded the events of 9-11. So... What are you going to do? Well, there's not much that you and I can do, but be alert, be cautious, and uh, as I've also said, be nice. Uh, sometimes these people who snap uh, are just lonely, desperate people. Uh, we need to be more alert and aware since the government can't protect us, uh, since the government won't allow us to uh, protect ourselves with laws. I mean, that's really weird when you stop and think about it. We take great pride in the fact that we live in a society of laws. We live by the rule of law. Uh, and yet many people who make up our government uh, would rather return to the days of the Wild West than uh, protect people by rule of law. Uh, there's no way that uh, hunting is going to be prohibited. Uh, just hunting your fellow citizens. How about that? Maybe that's the way to uh, pursue the debate. But, uh, yeah, I hope it doesn't happen. I, If I were a praying man, I would pray it doesn't happen. Uh, but we know it will. So uh, since shooting children in cold blood in the hallway of a grade school 
uh, came a little shy of the mark of shocking the legislature into doing something. I really don't know where else it can go, but uh, we're just going to have to get used to it as another aspect of the new normal in our austerity-friendly great nation. It's been my sad fate to uh, live to witness the decline of America as a great power. Uh, I never suspected that it would happen quite this way here at home, particularly. But uh, there you have it. We'll all survive as best we can. Uh, So either you're going to start turning your home into a munitions, which is not what the Second Amendment is about, Uh, There's nothing uh, like a well-regulated militia in any of these uh, shooter incidents. Um, But the power of the uh, NRA as a lobby is is something that really needs to be addressed. And maybe there's another way to go about uh, dealing with that. Um, You know, I've said this on the air before. If uh, it's possible to find out who in your neighborhood is a former sex offender or a child molester, uh, it should also be uh, possible uh, to find out who in your neighborhood is stockpiling weapons of mass destruction. Okay, Again, that's different from a guy who's got guns for hunting or for sportsmen shooting down at the range uh, or even, you know, small weapons for personal protection. I've got no qualm with that. Uh, But I actually complained at the local Kroger's in the wake of the school shooting uh, last Christmas, uh, every month there were new gun porn magazines, and that's what I call them. They're like high-end, super fragilistic, you know, multi-round, super magazine capacity, uh, high-powered killing machines right there on the magazine rack with good housekeeping and... Nickelodeon magazine for children and fashion magazines and this gun porn. Uh, I said, God, why do you have so many of these magazines? There are like eight of them, and only one of them was about hunting. The rest were just like commando-style terror weapons. And uh, that's just a little weird. You know, you can read whatever you want, but why are there eight different kinds of that magazine at one grocery store? Fortunately, they also stock Mad Magazine, which uh, is as good as it was in its prime. It uh, took a dip there for a while. And even though uh, Mad Magazine now is forced financially to include advertising, uh, it's still some pretty good cutting-edge satire, uh, including uh, some great comments on the gun problems that we've been having in this country. Speaking of Republicans and the rule of law, it's fascinating Uh, to see that they uh, have got us all on the countdown again for a pending government shutdown. Yes, that's right. They're so appalled at uh, the health care measures, which have taken on the name Obamacare, uh, have passed. The Supreme Court has deemed them constitutional. And yet that's not quite uh, rule of law enough. for uh, the Republicans in the legislature. They have uh, attached uh, a rider to a bill on the budget that uh, is a non-starter. 
and it's to repeal the Health Care Act. And uh, there was a clip from the Free Speech Radio News just uh, before the sports program here, uh, Senator Harry Reid saying, that's not going to go through. So the Republicans have chosen once again to hold the entire nation hostage to their petulant uh, desire to dismiss this quasi-socialist healthcare option, which has, again, been found to be within the constitutional uh, parameters for such uh, legislation. It's uh, completely legal. And, uh, of course, uh, the real shocker is going to be once it actually has a chance to kick in and uh, people might actually find that, hey, this actually works. I can actually get access to some health care. And I think that's what the Republicans are scared of, is if people find out that they might like it, well, then all this empty rhetoric will have been revealed to be just that, empty rhetoric. Uh, for those too young to remember, the Republicans have tried to shut down the government before, and back in the Newt Gingrich heyday, uh, when Clinton was president, and it backfired miserably. They lost a number of seats in the subsequent elections. Uh, people don't like to have their uh, the flow of services interrupted. Um, it's such a bizarre maneuver. Uh, this really is becoming the stupidest party ever. Uh, they are so short-sighted. Uh, they're really willing to rip off their own nose to spite their face. Um and to hold the entire nation hostage to their uh, pusillanimous uh, obsession with Obamacare is uh, most remarkable. <clears throat> and uh, as we've commented here a number of times on Gray Matters, which Republican Party has a future? Uh, we've seen over the last uh, couple of decades the so-called uh, fiscal conservative socially liberal Demo uh, uh, Republicans have all died off, uh, faded away, retired. <clears throat> and now you've got uh, all manner of extremists and this uh, false populism of the Tea Party, which, of course, is heavily funded by major corporate interests. Uh, so this is something right out of Sinclair Lewis's uh, It Can't Happen Here, uh, this big money funding of uh, so-called grassroots efforts. Uh, George Saldez wrote about this a lot in his book, A Thousand Americans, which is out of print, but I strongly suggest you're reading it if you can track down a copy um, about the National Association of Manufacturers and their attempt to convince people to vote against their own family's interests um, thinking that, gosh, my liberties are being threatened when actually the government is there to protect the families of America from the super powerful uh, corporate elite. But we've seen how that's slipped away and doesn't really happen the way it's supposed to. Here's a bizarre little snippet and with apologies to Woody Guthrie. I'm going to read this. Uh, it's from the brand new September 2013 Progressive magazine, which, by the way, is a cover story about the uh, coup in Chile that uh, we acknowledge the 40th anniversary of that as uh, 
Nixon was awaiting uh, the feces uh, hitting the fan in his own personal Watergate scandal, he and Kissinger found the time to uh, help overthrow the popularly elected government of Chile. Uh, so there's a good cover story on that in this particular issue. <clears throat> but uh, check this out. If you know anything at all about Woody Guthrie, this is probably going to turn your stomach a little bit like it did mine. But this is just a good illustration of how the Tea Party thinks they're cool and clever. And really, uh, it's just insulting and ignorant. This is from the Progressive Magazine's No Comment section. Tea Party members and other right-wingers in Madison, Wisconsin, engaged in their own sing-along in the Capitol on July 30th to counter the anti-Governor Walker sing-along carried out by Solidarity, Solidarity Singers every workday for the past two and a half years. The rightists changed the words of a Woody Guthrie classic, and this is what they sang. This land is my land, it is not your land, I got a shotgun and you ain't got none. If you don't get out, I'll let my dogs out. This land is private property. Whoa. That's sickness right there. First of all, uh, the Solidarity Singers are singing on public property. Okay, They have a right to be there, a constitutional right. The same constitutional right that allows these morons to uh, pack as many guns as they can afford. Uh, secondly, this is a complete slap in the face of the tone and actual message of Woody Guthrie's song, which says, in point of fact, uh, that private property is a problem. Because there's a verse not frequently taught to small children when children learn this song Uh in schools. It's a great American classic. It's a sing-along that everybody can participate in. There's a line about fences and, you know, private property is a bit of a problem. Um, Woody Guthrie is saying, hey, we all are Americans. We all own this country. We all have a stake in it. It's a wonderful place. And uh, these guys have, oh, this is really funny. We've rewritten this song. We're going to tell these people that we got a gun and we're going to shoot them if they don't get the hell out of here. Well, you know, anybody can rewrite the songs, uh, the words to any song. So I suppose uh, if, if the right-wingers want to write a satirical song rewriting contest, well, I've maintained for years now that uh, left-wingers are way more funny and witty. Uh, certainly look at uh, the entertainment industry and the right-wing comics are few and far between. And quite frankly, they're not very funny. Uh, there's a number of, you know, moderate to liberal to left-wing comics uh, who are, you know, those are the greats. You know, George Carlin, Lenny Bruce, Richard Pryor. Uh, these are the guys who are really concerned with how language is used by powerful people to manipulate and... Uh, disenfranchise uh, average citizens like yourself and myself. So Tea Party uh, songwriters, uh, beware, because uh, we just might be rewriting. So what are, what are, I guess I can't think off the top of my head of any uh, right-wing song classics that uh, could stand to be rewritten. Um, 
How about, let's see, oh, uh, My Country Tis of Thee. We could write an anti-gun song to the tune of that. I'll uh, have to come up with a lyric for that by next week. I'll tell you what, that's what I'll do. I'll sing you all a song next week of a right-wing tune with my own uh, social commentary lyrics uh, just to show that uh, many can play that game. Well, there's only about three minutes left, and I'm not going to have time to do justice to uh, Peter Oburn and David Morrison's article, Changing Partners. I'll have to get to that next week. It is a short article, and it is worth uh, pursuing because it's a mistake for the United States to continue to not have official relations with Iran. Uh, there's been numerous opportunities to patch that up, to change it. Uh, they've elected some occasionally slightly open-minded and progressive types. Um, and as it just so happens, it doesn't coincide with an open-minded uh, president here. Um, so uh, it just the timing hasn't been there. But uh, there's no reason for us to have this adversarial relationship with Iran. Uh, it only forces... Uh, them uh, away from us anyway. Um, of course, Dick Cheney would say, well, uh, secretly, we w we'd like to do business with Iran because there's a lot of oil to be siphoned out there. Uh, but uh, it's just a, a series of tragic blunders, uh, really dating back to the 1953 coup, which, again, the U.S. facilitated. So uh, the problems in the Middle East, uh, sadly, are often of our own making. And uh, it would be nice to think that somewhere down the line, even if decades later, we could possibly undo some of the damage we've done and uh, be a good citizen of the world in that region. I'll also mention really quickly that in the latest uh, Nation magazine, there's a fine article by John Nichols and Robert McChesney, who we've quoted uh, a number of times on this program, uh, in which they talk about the dollarocracy and uh, just a couple of quick statistics from their article as I finish up the final moment of the program here. According to Freedom House's 2013 Global Press Freedom Rankings, the United States is ranked 23rd in the world. Yes, that's right. We have the 23rd most free press. We're behind Estonia, Portugal, and the Marshall Islands. Uh, tiny little principalities which... Uh, have a more open media than we have. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, as they say. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Gray Matters. Uh, this is Jim Dwyer. I'll be back next week, same time, with uh, more things to consider. We'll see what happens this coming week. And we'll see. Uh, I'm not sure what the date will be then. Will that be uh, showdown day with the Republicans and the government shutdown? Why, by golly, I think it will be. So... We'll have a uh, check-in on that. For now, stay tuned to WCBN for all your listening pleasures, particularly the very fine program Yazoo City Calling, which, of course, is uh, devoted to the early blues. So stick around and get schooled on the old-time blues. Atomic Alphabet by Chris Burden. W for war! C for combat, B for bomb, N for nuclear, F for fallout, M for mutant. Hey, hey, hey! WCBN FM and on. Have a nice day.
runs on the Frisco line. 